Welcome to No Compromises, a peek into the mind of two old web devs who have seen some things. This is Joel. And this is Aaron. As I sit here looking at the computer screen, just over the monitor is a shelf of books, computer books, hmm. most of which I have not read, <laughs> but they're there because I think they're they look cool or someday I'm going to like them. And I know we had talked about a topic, not necessarily recommending specific books, but just kind of like the idea of like using books as, as a resource and even kind of how it changes, you know, throughout your career and levels of experience. Well, first of all, I think you should know that those books are supposed to be like behind the camera so mm. I can see how well read you aren't. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I just have a bare wall behind me now. That's no good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that makes sense because as so as time goes on, I've noticed that I've reread the same books a couple times. Also like fiction books, you know, I've I've read uh, the couple of books that I read in high school and I read them most recently and I'm like, oh, now that I'm an adult, I understand what this was trying to say. <laughs> OK, so you, sure. you, end, you end up getting some context in your your brain as you as you age or as you get more experience or all these yeah. different things. Right. Mm-hmm. So more experience, aging. Um, having just different insights to your your own decisions change as time goes on. Um, and then seeing all those different things, I think the same effect happens for programming books. Okay. All right. Do you have, do you have an example in mind or are we going to avoid specific topics? Titles? Yeah, no, I'll give you an, I'll give you an example. Okay. So, I mean, I can't remember the, the actual name of the book. So what a great podcast. Um, <laughs> but, but the slang is the gang of four. So yes, the gang yeah, of four yeah. design, design patterns. patterns. Books. Yeah. Yeah, super big book. Um, and so I had read that now, I think, three times. So really? the, the, wow. yeah, the first time I read it was in college. And I'll be real clear, my first time going through college. Uh, <laughs> so I was doing a computer science degree. Um, I was learning Java. And mm-hmm. I read the Gang of Fours book. And at that time, I was a hotshot young programmer. And I was like, these guys... They're just making programming so boring. And I can't believe this is all from the seventies and you know, all these different things that was, you know, like, I, I don't need this book. And so mm-hmm. I'm probably made it about halfway through. I'm sure you've had experiences like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Now that, that particular book, I, I don't own, I had to lean over and look at the shelf. I don't have it. I don't think I've read it. Is, is it, um, is it kind of an encyclopedia format where it's like, here's a pattern and we discuss it. Or is there, is there some sort of narrative or other structure to it? Do you, or do you even remember? Has it, has it, uh, Honestly, I don't remember. I think okay. it was the Encyclopedia of Sword, but I, I it's, yeah. it's been it's been a couple of years since I read it again. Yeah, I think I flipped um, through it. That's the extent of my interaction with it. Yeah. So at that point, you know, I actually I think I actually even sold the book. Um, and if you think about it, you know, we always joke about how we're seasoned and salty professionals. <laughs> that would have been a long time ago, and the book yeah. was pretty cheap. Now, if you look at those sort of books, they're super expensive. I wish I would have kept it. You know. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I'm, I, I then got it about 10 years into my programming uh, life and I read it again and maybe eight years, eight, 10. And that was at the same time that I realized that there was some intelligence in all these design patterns. And I've been doing it enough now that I recognized a lot of my work that they were talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, they, so, you, know, so different- like, you didn't use... Like you weren't like, I'm using the strategy pattern, but like you had encountered the same problems and maybe even kind of done your own version of that. And then you reread it and you're like, oh, that's the thing that I was doing that solved that problem. 
Yeah, the, the biggest one was probably like the adapter pattern, where okay. it was, you know, like adapting one service to another. Because mm-hmm. at that time, I was working with AS400 and the um, DB2 databases and SQL. Are you sure you weren't and... programming in the 70s? Like, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> there, I, I kid, I kid. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you had to write little sort of adapters to mm-hmm. make usage in more of the current uh, tool sets and and I started going, oh, well, this isn't new. This amazing idea I came up with is actually, <laughs> right. you know, either I learned it or, I, you know, somehow thought of it, but it was yeah. still a pattern that everyone used and mm-hmm. something I should pay attention to. So uh, that was the time when I went, went and took that book and I reread most of it. Again, I, I can't remember the format. So this is horrible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I'm not one to talk. I like I, I I forget things all the time that I read. The, the knowledge is in there, though. Like, I, I have no yeah. doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah, you take the knowledge in, and then however it was delivered is, which is what every author loves to hear. That's right. That's right. I don't care. Exactly. (laughs) So uh, I I I read that, and you know that was at the time I also wrote my own version of the PHP Design Patterns book for Wiley, uh, and I used that book as a big reference to kind of convert some of these things uh, from what those were basically like older languages or Java specific things Mm -hmm. over to PHP and showing that you can do this in PHP as well. Okay. Um, and, and, uh, so that, that also taught me a lot. You know, we always talk about like how, if you teach something, you learn it better. Right. Right. Yeah. So the writing that book was the same thing for me. So, um, and then I think I read it maybe another 10 years after that. Hmm. Uh, and I had a different take on it yet again, which was most of these things are still great ideas but you have to understand why they're great ideas. Okay. So at first, the first read was, what are they talking about? These aren't good ideas. The second <laughs> read was, these are great ideas. I should use them for everything. Yep. And then the third read was, well, most of these are good ideas, but they're context specific. Right. You could go so, too far with them. You're like, you're starting to yeah. recognize, like, if you just blindly, like, how many patterns can I shove into this feature? That's probably not a great approach either. Well, it's interesting too, because if I look at that pattern, in my own understanding of that book, I can see how it lined up with the years I was programming and what I was learning and how I was becoming a more professional developer. Mm -hmm. And it also shows in my code because I still have some code from years back. Nice. And it also gives me a nice little reference when I'm looking at people's code for a code review or to hire them or something like that. You can, you can tell that there's sort of like a, um, a bell curve of complexity that that tends to happen. So people mm-hmm. will develop really simple versions of things with a lot of redundancy, then over-architected things at the top <laughs> of the curve, and then back down to somewhere in the middle at the you know the sort of lower part of that curve again. And that's kind of where most people end up staying. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a good point. I guess I'm starting to wonder, like, how many years out are you from your fourth read now? Like, is <laughs> is there a pattern here? <laughs> Is it going to get another read? Um, no, that's that's interesting. And, and as you're talking, I was kind of thinking if there's any books like that for me. Um, the one book that comes to mind, and, I, and again, we're not. This is not like a episode about specific recommendations, but the the one that I keep coming back to is actually not a a tech book in the truest sense. It's it's about it's called Pragmatic Thinking and Learning, and it's more about like how to acquire knowledge. And it is written kind of with the software developer in mind. I mean, it's published by Pragmatic Press, which, you know, makes a lot of programming books. 
But I, I can see the same things there too. Like I, I remember the first time I read through that and just like this enthusiasm of like, I'm going to do all these things and I'm going to like <laughs> learn all these languages and I'm, you know, I'm going to be a, a smarter person. And um, I've definitely come back around now where it's like, you know, I, I kind of want to get really good at, at like one or two things. Like I don't need to know 12 different things and, and try to stay up with all of them. Yeah. I feel like uh, I knew you during that time when you were <laughs> learning everything. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, Joel, settle down, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was just that, because I couldn't keep up. That's right. That's right. No, there, there, I mean, that, that's, that's a different topic entirely, but in terms of that book, like, um, well, the most recent time I read it was probably about five years ago. And I, I remember just having a very different outlook on it. Um, it, it. Part of it, too, it kind of aligns with what your experience was, even though this wasn't a technical topic, but it was more of just, I think, having developed more opinions and having more experience under my belt, I kind of approached it with more of a skeptical mindset, you know, not like, oh, mm -hmm. I don't believe this, but like, well, mm, why? You know, like they, they make a statement, really? Oh, okay. You know, and, and so, um, I think that's, that's part of when you gain experience and especially if you reread a book while you have a different outlook, because you, 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 uh, you have more experience to compare it to and authors are not infallible, right? So, or you may just have a different experience than, than they did. And so that, and that's okay, right? That's, that's part of why we read and expand our, our horizons. So would you say the last time you read it, you approached it more in a pragmatic way? So I remember when I was a little kid, we were on a vacation or something, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I must have been like three or four because I can barely remember it. No. And in the middle of the night, my mom jumped up and we were all in like a hotel room and I noticed that she woke up and she started beating on the window. It was like a cabin style and just okay. beating on like and saying, there's a fire. We got to get out. And okay. Luckily, luckily, my aunt was there, too, and she uh, she calmed her down and everything was fine. Mm -hmm. and. You know, I didn't really think too much about that. And then when I turned about 2021, 20, I started experiencing things like that. It was basically hmm. uh, hered her, um, hereditary night terror. Wow. And so <laughs> now uh, I have to be very careful if I have guests over because because <laughs> then you have, you have to be careful how you dress, mm -hmm. you know, so you, you got to be fully dressed because. I'm not kidding. Sometimes uh, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and just run into the hallway and be like, ah, or like, cause I think there's spiders <laughs> or I think there's oh. like some, someone like in the corner of my room or, you know, um, I think one time, uh, I was, and I know this is, this is very perfectly a nerd thing, <laughs> but on the one side of the room, I was, it looked like the room was turning into the Borg from oh, Star Trek. Sure. Yeah. And so I was like, I gotta get out of here. You know, I want to make fun of you somehow, but I had a bout of that too. And I, I just think, and it started, it actually started like with a real fire. Like there was a fire in the apartment mm. building next to ours. And so we got woken up by the firemen like pounding on our door saying like, you have to leave. So that was like kind of traumatic. And this was as an adult, by the way. Um, mm -hmm. But like, there's a period of two to three years where if you touched me while I was sleeping and I was like in the wrong REM sleep or whatever, I would like just scream something and like, I wouldn't wake up at all. <laughs> so my poor kids like would walk into the room, and like touch my foot and I would scream something. And um, yeah, they don't come in our room anymore. It's, it's interesting. You can go and spend a few thousand dollars on books, 
or you can spend a few thousand dollars on Joel and Aaron. If that sounds interesting, head over to nocompromises.io and see how we work with teams.